0: Hello and welcome to BAFTA Podcasts. I'm Shay Thompson and in this podcast, I'm sitting down and chatting to comedian and streamer Dean Dobbs about his comedy and combining his love of games and performing. So thinking back, what are some of like your earliest gaming memories?
1: So my earliest memory, the one that like, I feel was like, like fundamentally changed me, a few days before Christmas. Uh, I was in bed and downstairs I could hear these like these sounds like sort of like sound like like that sort of thing (laughs) and I was like what in the world is that and I opened my living room door and it's I didn't know this at the time but it was Super Mario 64 and I had never seen a 3d game before so you know my brain is going what's happening and my dad is playing the N64 for a Christmas present and he's like just sit down uh, (laughs) and he shows me he tries to explain to me what 3d is and what and i I recognize mario eventually but then the following morning i said to him i was like can i play that thing that you were doing last night and he was like what are you talking about he was like you must have dreamt that and it's because i was so blown away i genuinely believed him so on christmas day i remember opening uh the uh, what is it ripping open the paper and bowser's face is there and i was like was real. <laughs> that was a, dream. a real thing. I knew it. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a big one for me. And like moving away from like earliest gaming memories,
0: do you have any uh, gaming memories from like recent times? Like any games that just kind of hit you in the gut with the feels?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, um, it's another Nintendo one, but uh, The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild oh. was a big one for me. I was for about five years searching anything I could find about that game in my in my soul i was like i need a new zelda i i need it and so it was like a whole journey like i would speak about this game that did not exist for so long that my friends were like is that zelda game out yet i like no it's not
0: oh no it, it isn't
1: but then obviously in i think it was uh 2016 or 17 yeah. and they fully revealed it I was, I was over the moon. And then it was better than I could have possibly expected. Which it, was. Was great. it was a
0: really stunning so game, good. so expansive and yeah. And like games have become like so much more interactive from what I remembered growing up. Like a big part of that is like now streaming on yeah. platforms like Twitch and YouTube, which is something that you do yourself. Like, yeah, yeah talk to me about your streaming journey.
1: So, well, weirdly enough, it's back to Breath of the Wild. Um, <laughs> it's I was, Kelsey Priest. I know, yeah. Um, so I was capturing some Zelda footage for a video I was going to do. I was going to do sort of a review, I guess. And I didn't understand the software enough, so I thought I was recording footage, but I was actually streaming it. And so I, like, I was being an idiot, but my phone starts blowing up, and everyone's like, why is Dean live on Twitch at the moment? And oh. I, like, go, oh, what, what do I do? And then, you know, I panic and turn it off. But then everyone was like, no, I wanted to watch it. And I was like, okay. So I got a mic and then before I knew it, I streamed the whole game. It was almost every day I was doing it. Oh I I just Because it's usually such a solitary experience, those games. So to have people who may be familiar with the game, but also there was a lot of people who just, because I'm not known for video games, Mm. so a lot of my audience were kind of like, I don't even know what this is. Mm -mm. So it felt like like a really long show and tell. Like I felt like I'd made it. Like showing them all the secrets. I was like, Yeah, you can do this. You if you hit a tree, a little palm fruit falls off, it's the best. I did that for like five minutes. There was a whole segment where I just hit fruit off trees. That's so good. But that's also like one of my nightmares, like accidentally hitting live
0: on something. Like I just opened the camera and it'd be me with like my three chins. Like, I no, I can't cope with that. So what do you think, like you mentioned about your communities, I think it's really nice that you were able to bring in people who don't necessarily like play games. Have you found that you've opened people up to the wider gaming community and like vice versa?
1: Yeah, I felt like I was introducing quite a lot of my audience to be games because, like I say, I'm, I'm not known for that. I'm yeah. A sort of sketch comedy sort of person. Yeah, yeah. I promise we're funny. <laughs> um, but it was just sort of like, like I say, like a very long show and tell. And I think I just genuinely just sort of created uh, a group of people who didn't really play games. Mm. And now that when I meet them, they're bringing me like Zelda stuff and all that. Oh, and they, they've become familiar with uh, the lore of yeah. it, even if they haven't played it.
0: Just like, through osmosis, yeah, through like yeah, watching stream. Yeah, like
1: someone talk, was talked to me about Zoras and I went, Have you even played them? And they went, like, No, I just I just love big fish people <laughs> So
0: Obviously, that's why I think like games as a medium is so powerful. Like I always say, games sits at the intersection of like tech and art, and yeah, to be able to tell all these kind of stories, sometimes not even really telling a story, just kind of shoving you into a world and you know letting you run free. Like, why yeah. do you think
1: that games as a medium is as powerful as it is? There's a weird thing because like I guess like with films, obviously you can interpret stories yeah. any way you want. But, you know, there's usually only one way to really read a narrative. It's it's telling you a thing, it's either trying to teach you something or, you know, just bring some information to you that you can, like, maybe take into your life. But with games, it's not about sort of being passive. It's about someone's going, here's my experience. I want you to experience it. Yeah. And, you know, with movies, you can still have that. But I think it's just the fact that you get to be in those places. Yeah. Um, And, you know, um, and hit fruit off trees and stuff. (laughs) That's always a plus. It's always a plus. You
0: mentioned earlier on about being in a comedy sketch duo. Like, does your interest in games, does that influence your work at all?
1: In a, in a way, it sort of does. Um, because with games, I, you know, they're, um, they're larger than life. Yeah. And part, being part of a comedy duo, like, the, you know, with a funny guy, straight guy, I'm the funny one. So like, <laughs> the idea is that I, sometimes I turn into a dog or mm-hmm. something like that. And I think a lot of my sort of, um, I'm definitely the person who pushes the most surreal ideas yeah. forward and so um i think playing a lot of video games gets me in that space of like right what can i do can i like can i be like a god of war could i be could i do that and then the <laughs> idea of like someone being totally normal in that situation is like that's just great
0: so just bringing it back to streaming as well like I think a lot of people, especially young people, sort of see streaming and they're like, that's the dream, you know? And who wouldn't think that? You're playing games all day, sometimes people give you money. Sometimes. sometimes. sometimes.
1: Do you have any advice for anybody trying to get into streaming? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I guess if you, if you want to stream, don't be afraid to sort of just speak because mm. you're, you're sort of performing yes. and hosting all at the same time. Um, But obviously, if you don't want to be the funniest person in the world, if you want to just be insightful, if you're sort of, you know, because I can imagine someone being self-conscious of going, well, if I'm not, like, funny or cool, it's like, don't worry. If you're informative, that is another form of cool. Someone else is going to find that great. Absolutely. I think just say what you want to say and show the games that you want to show to people. Like, say, treat it like how how I did with, like, a show and tell. But that that felt great because then it felt like I'd sort of made it. And it was. I feel like that comes from... Uh, at, at like a sort of a, a more honest place, I guess. Because
0: I think a lot of people kind of make that mistake where they're like, oh, you know, like I want to be the next this person or that person. I'm like, first of all, you can only be you. And if yeah. you're getting into it to kind of like capitalize on it, then you're getting into it for the wrong reasons. It should just be about your passion. And I think a lot of people lose that. Um, finally, is there like a genre outside of Breath of the Wild?
1: Okay. <laughs> is there a game genre that like really resonates with you that makes you just go, oh, Games? Uh, platformers. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they used to be a dying breed a few years ago, yeah, but there, there really are so many back. platformers. There's so many now. Uh, Shovel Knight brought it back. Uh, Rayman had two amazing yeah. games uh, Origins and Legends. There was The Messenger, which was amazing. Um, Metroidvania games. Yeah. Uh, Hollow Knight and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, Man, yeah. Play Hollow Knight if you've not played Hollow Knight. Know, that's,
0: that's and so Dead Cells cool. as well. Dead Cells, Tremendous. yeah. Tremendous. Yeah. Even though, like, I'm no good at those games, but. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to for do. for a couple of hours. I'm like, this is this is real pretty, <laughs> and I like to it. <laughs> <A>. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, but thank you so much for no like coming in and chatting to me.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for joining us, and remember you can listen to previous Bafta sessions and podcasts at guru.bafta.org. Many thanks to my guest Dean Dogs, and thanks to you for listening.